Hello and welcome to Update 850, your weekly dose of politics in the Sunshine State, where we focus on issues affecting children and families. Each week, we're going to bring you updates and insights on the latest developments in Florida politics that impact our well-being of our most vulnerable population. Hi, I'm Kurt Kelly, the CEO and president of the Florida Coalition for Children. We're just about a month away from the 2023 session beginning. So let's dive in with FCC's Director of Governmental Affairs, Caleb Hawks, who's going to take us through the issues that matter to Florida's families. Thank you, Kurt. And good morning, and welcome to Episode 2 of the Florida Coalition for Children's Update 850. I am your host, Caleb Hawks, Director of Government Affairs for the Florida Coalition for Children. This episode is sponsored by our 2023 Rally and Tally event, taking place on February 21st and 22nd. This event allows the Florida Coalition for Children members to come to Tallahassee, meet their legislators, and advocate for children and family issues that will improve Florida's system of care and child welfare. And looking back on the week, we heard from the President of the United States at his annual State of the Union, where he covered the need for better child care, early learning options for children and families, better protection of children and teens' data, and online privacy, especially when it comes to social media companies' business practices. In the backdrop of current events, it is encouraging to see our national leaders still keeping attention on these important issues. The Florida Legislature convened a special session to immediately address a range of policy issues related to immigration, intercollegiate athletics, emergency management, election law, and local bills related to special taxing, water, and sewer management districts. This is showcasing the will of a Republican-dominated legislature by setting a blistering pace and clearing the field for an exciting and dramatic session around a host of cultural and political issues. While the legislature quickly hammered out legislation to answer the issues around this week's special session, Committee still met to hear detailed presentations from the governor's staff on his proposed framework for freedom budget, heard legislation for the regular session to be convened in March, and we saw organizations, groups, and associations begin to host their annual events to introduce legislative members and staff to their issues and stakeholders. From this week's headlines, long shot bid to consider Medicaid expansion during special session shot down. House Republicans quickly rejected a long-shot bid to consider Medicaid expansion in a special session by House Democrats. Editorial by Florida Association of Rehabilitation Facilities Executive Director Tyler Sununu, struggling to keep up. Inflation, rising costs, challenge providers, and I-Budget waiver program. In this editorial, he details his association members' issues with rising costs that continue to be a major challenge for those who provide services to Floridians with intellectual disabilities and autism, particularly when it comes to insurance rates, rent, and overall maintenance. Pasadena's plan to boost affordable housing, ban rent and control, moves forward. A Senate leadership-backed affordable housing initiative cleared its first hurdle on Wednesday, receiving unanimous support from the Senate Community Affairs Committee. The identical House Companion, HB 627, carried by Coral Gables Republican Rep. Demi Busta Cabrera, was filed earlier this week and is yet to be assigned to any committees. In reviewing the public meetings of interest this week, the Senate Appropriations Committee met to hear the Governor's Office of Policy and Budget team's presentation of the Governor's Framework for Freedom Budget. The Senate Community Affairs Committee met to hear Senate President Pasadena's priority legislation to address affordable housing issues in Florida. The House Appropriations Committee also met to hear the Governor's proposed budget. The House Health Care Appropriations Subcommittee hosted the Governor's staff and key state agencies to hear the presentations as it relates to health and human services sector of the budget. The House Children, Families, and Senior Subcommittee met to hear an overview of the Baker and Marchman Acts by the Department of Children and Families, a presentation on the final report on the high utilizers of children's behavioral health crisis stabilization services that was passed under HB 945 in 2020, a presentation on the interim report of the Commission on Mental Health and Substance Abuse by Sheriff William Promo. 
Additionally, the Office of Economic and Demographic Research, EDR, met to discuss temporary assistance for needy families, or TANF, caseloads, and expenditures. No major legislation of interest related to child welfare was filed this week. With the attention on the governor's recommended budget and the need to address the issues raised for this week's special session of the legislature, members will be postponing releasing major initiatives until we are closer to the final bill filing deadline. In reviewing the governor's actions this week, on Monday, Governor Ron DeSantis announced the award of more than $275 million to be utilized in 75 resilience projects that'll help Florida prepare coastal and inland communities for adverse impacts of flooding and storm surge. On Tuesday, Governor DeSantis held a roundtable to discuss the damaging impacts of defamation from the legacy media as it becomes a more prevalent issue in the lives of everyday citizens. Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday additionally was joined by Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo and House Speaker Paul Renner to highlight their intent to pass the largest tax relief proposal in Florida history to save Florida families a historic $2 billion in the next fiscal year. The proposed tax relief plan is part of the Framework for Freedom budget proposal announced by the governor last week. It includes a one-year sales tax exemption on children's items like books and toys, a permanent sales tax exemption on baby and toddler necessities like clothing, cribs, and strollers, and an expansion of the annual back-to-school tax holiday. These savings will save the average Florida family up to $1,000 a year. And additionally, on Tuesday, the governor announced February as Career and Technical Education Month. This formal proclamation recognizes February as Career and Technical Education Month in Florida. This builds on Florida's progress in workforce education. The governor's 23-24 budget calls for $624 million to support the CTE and workforce education programs, which tops a record $570 million investment in this current fiscal year. This week, Governor Ron DeSantis made numerous appointments, made two appointments to the Judicial Nominating Commission in the 19th Judicial Circuit, two appointments to the Hillsborough and Hamilton County Courts, and two appointments to the Central Florida Expressway Authority. Thank you for listening to this week's Florida Coalition for Children's Update 850, your premier source for information about children and family issues and legislative news. Listen in next Friday and every Friday each week to stay informed about issues that affect Florida's children, families, and all of our citizens.